going on, family? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man, GB, Gerard Bonner, and I hope you guys are doing well. We're in the middle of the week, guys, and so I hope that all is well in your world. Certainly, the world of pro wrestling continues to move forward, and we'll be talking about that in just a few minutes. But definitely, shout out to everybody who joins us on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. We really appreciate your continued support. Big shout also to those of you who join us right here via podcast, those of you who have subscribed. Thank you so much. If you're brand new to what we're doing, Welcome to the faction. It's good to have you with us. Click that subscribe button and you can be connected to all of our new content as soon as it drops. You don't have to wait for the announcement and the like. Plus, rate us and leave a comment wherever you're joining us and it'll definitely be appreciated. Now then, it's time to get down with the get down as we say. Let's start with Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw this week brought in an average of 1.843 million viewers, which is down 3% from last week's show, which brought in 1.9 million viewers. Now, a couple of things to note. Monday Night Raw ranked number eight for the night in overall viewership on cable, which is up from last week's number 10 spot. And they ranked number one for the night on the cable top 150 uh, in that 18 to 49 demographic, which a lot of people spend time fighting for. Now, there was no opposition, of course, from football, but of course, they beat out the NBA, which is pretty exciting to see. Now, there were some significant developments here on Monday Night Raw, the final Raw leading into Fastlane. Of course, we got to see the world champion, the WWE champion, Bobby Lashley, get a big victory over Sheamus. We also found out that Lashley will be defending the WWE Championship at WrestleMania against Drew McIntyre. Which makes Drew McIntyre's match against Sheamus at the upcoming Fastlane pay-per-view pretty much a grudge match. A match that doesn't really mean a lot relative to the title picture, but it does mean a lot for their own personal pride. And that certainly should be interesting to watch. We also saw the World Tag Team Championships change hands as the New Day defeated the Hurt Business to become the Raw Tag Team Champions, their 11th WWE Tag Team Championship. But they didn't have long to celebrate as they were met by perhaps some unlikely competitors and unlikely opponents. That would be AJ Styles and his bodyguard, Omos, Omos, or whichever way we're pronouncing his name this week, But they're going to be getting a tag team title shot at WrestleMania, which means we get to see the debut of Omas or Amos or Omis or whatever we're calling him this week. And that's no disrespect to him. It's just his pronunciation changes every single week. But with that said, he'll be getting a tag team title shot at the Raw Tag Team Championships against the New Day. Lots of thoughts about this match. I know there were some who thought that there was a rumored confrontation coming between AJ Styles and Triple H for WrestleMania, but instead we get a tag team title match. Some are disappointed. Here are my thoughts on it. Number one, I don't think that AJ Styles is a tag team wrestler. I don't know that it's fair to put him in a tag team capacity. With that said, I think there's some value to this tag team of Amos and AJ Styles. But I also say in the same breath that uh, it it does speak volumes about Raw's tag team division. 
I'm just sitting here saying, why don't the former champions, the Hurt Business, get the opportunity at the tag team titles at WrestleMania? They have held the belt since December, and uh, most champions get a rematch, or at least that was the tradition. I know WWE somewhat did away with that, but yeah, did Drew McIntyre earn a rematch at the WWE Championship? Did The Miz earn a rematch at the WWE Championship? We could argue and say no, but they both received or are getting rematches for the WWE Championship. So why doesn't this happen for the Hurt Business? I don't know, and I'll do my best not, I repeat, not to do a whole lot in terms of uh, pontificating on that one Maybe I'll let you guys make the decision On why that could be Be that as it may Bobby Lashley is your WWE champion We had a successful US title defense From Riddle defeating Mustafa 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 Ali Again another pronunciation issue in WWE But with all of that said Does Retribution now end up breaking up because Ali couldn't win the championship? Who's going to be the next competitor for the U.S. title? And again, I ask, what happens to the Hurt Business as a tag team? I don't know. These are questions still yet to be answered. And of course, we've got Fastlane coming up this Sunday on pay-per-view the first pay-per-view of wwe to be on peacock the last pay-per-view of wwe to be on the standalone wwe network with that said speaking of peacock and the wwe network tomorrow's the day folks tomorrow is the day that wwe network makes its official migration and debut on peacock now i've been hearing there are some folks who are absolutely digging this, and there are others, like two of my brothers here on the faction, that aren't exactly fans of this move to Peacock. And this might be something that's worth a faction hot take in and of itself. We'll see. But I do want to hear what you guys think of this big move to Peacock, as it is imminent. It is happening tomorrow. And uh, I'm intrigued to see what your thoughts are on it. Of course, the first full pay-per-view from WWE will be WrestleMania and you could also argue that maybe that is NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver where day two will appear on Thursday of WrestleMania week. Now, we talked about Fastlane, and one of the things that we know is happening on the day of Fastlane is a pay-per-view from the NWA, as the NWA is returning with their new pay-per-view. It's called Back for the Attack. It is happening this Sunday, March the 21st. It's beginning at 4 p.m. Eastern, which again, you'll be able to watch that and then turn around and check out Fastlane if you want to dig both of those. Now, I do have some more information about the card for you, and the card is really stacking up i think to be a pretty exciting card so as we do know back for the attack is dedicated to josephus aka the question mark uh that's also joseph hudson who passed away uh just a few weeks ago and we can give you some more information about this card yesterday there was a big announcement about the tv championship as the new tv champion the pope aka elijah burke will defend against tom latimer who is a former NWA Tag Team Champion. Speaking of the NWA Tag Team Champions, one half of the NWA Tag Team Champions, Kratos, will take on the debuting 
Tyrus. We also have another debut happening as Chris Adonis, formerly known as Chris Masters, will debut and get a shot at the NWA National Heavyweight Championship against Trevor Murdoch. There's a four-way match involving Crimson, Jax Dane, Jordan Clearwater, and Slice Boogie. And we also know that there's a number one contenders match for the NWA World Women's Championship as Thunder Rosa takes on Camille. In the main event, it will be the NWA World Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldis taking on one half of the NWA World Tag Team Champions, Aaron Stevens. So that match, of course, is in dedication to Stevens' former tag team partner, The Question Mark. So it should be an absolutely fantastic card. Really looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with NWA and their return and NWA back for the attack. Now, speaking of their return, we've got more information for you relative to NWA power. NWA power is on its way back and what a way for it to return. Here's how it's going down. This coming Sunday, we have the NWA back for the attack. This coming Tuesday is the official return of NWA power. It will premiere again on Tuesday as it had traditionally at that 6.05 p.m. Eastern time slot. The difference is it's happening on Fight TV as is NWA's pay-per-view. Fight TV is the new broadcast partner for the NWA and things are getting pretty interesting, right? And here's why it's getting interesting, because you'll be able to check out NWA Power at what they're saying is a low cost subscription bundle. We don't have what that amount is as of yet, but uh, again, they say it's low cost. Now, what you can know is this. Previous episodes of NWA Power were taken down from YouTube. They have been posted on Fight TV. If you want to go back and check out NWA Power, you can check out those episodes for free. So I think there is a win there. How much are you willing to pay to watch new episodes of NWA Power? I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. You can hit us up on the socials and tell us if you're willing to pay that low cost, whatever that low subscription cost would be for NWA Power. Here personally why I think that may not be such a great idea. They did try this idea when they were partnering with the United Wrestling Network so that you would see some NWA content. It was like $7.99 per event or something along the lines of $23.99 for a four-event pass. The problem in this case was you weren't solely getting NWA action. You were getting action from other promotions that happened to fall under the banner of uwn with this said it is back to nwa power uh, certainly we have seen that that product was special what will the product look like without fans in the arena that's a great question i can tell you that they are back at the gpb studios in atlanta which was the previous home for the relaunch of the nwa so i think this is going to be interesting and again one thing that can be said is there is no product out there like the nwa product and there is no show out there like nwa power so i think nwa has the opportunity to do something really really special the challenge is it is a new cast of characters we don't have ricky starks we don't have allison k we don't have marty bell we don't have james storm we don't have the question mark we don't have eli drake there's a lot of folks we do not have we don't have Stu bennett at the commentary booth right who's gonna be in the commentary booth and is joe galley returning some would say why is that an issue 
issue. Well, Joe Galley is also a news reporter in San Antonio, and he's been doing a lot of work there. Will he be back as the voice of the NWA? There are a lot of questions surrounding the NWA, and I guess the only way we'll find out begins next Sunday on pay-per-view, and then following that, it'll happen on NWA Power at 6.05 p.m. Eastern. Speaking of new shows, this past Monday was the debut of AEW Dark Elevation with Tony Schiavone and Paul White, aka The Big Show, at the commentary booth. Congratulations to them for the launch of a brand new show. And it's going to be interesting to see what's happening with AEW as they now give us a one, two, three punch in terms of new content. Monday night, Dark Elevation. Tuesday, AEW Dark. Wednesday, AEW Dynamite. Now, I will say this. There are those who will say, oh my God, AEW is flooding us with new shows. Here's my response to that. AEW is a much larger organization today in terms of talent than they were when they launched two years ago. In fact, there are very few organizations that have launched as fast and become as large as AEW has in the last two years. With that said, there needs to be a space for them to apply their craft. And what I like about AEW Dark Elevation, and they make no apologies for this, is this is the opportunity for talents that you may not be aware of or talents who are still in developmental mode to get an opportunity to apply their craft and be seen on a large stage. So with that said, I applaud AEW Dark. Plus, it is an opportunity for both Dark and Elevation for you to see some of the best in independent pro wrestling as well. There are a number of superstars from Southern Honor Wrestling who appear regularly on AEW Dark. As a matter of fact, this week on AEW Dark Elevation, we got to see Danny Jordan. We got to see Vari Morales. We got to see the SHW champion, David Ali. So there are a number of great talents that have come through SHW that you actually get to see on AEW Dark. In fact, some of them have even been signed, aka Big Shoddy Lee Johnson and the captain, Sean Dean. So I'm excited about what AEW Dark has the opportunity to bring us. It puts new talent in front of us. And again, with AEW Dark Elevation, the legendary Tony Schiavone and Paul White making the calls. I think it's a big deal. Not just that, but it does hearken me back to when wrestling television programs actually had talent that they were highlighting. And we also got to know what was considered, quote, enhancement talent. That enhancement talent ultimately at times got the opportunity to become better as they got more reps in, et cetera, et cetera. So here's what I say to that. Don't get so spoiled by, quote, marquee matches uh, that you might see in places like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, or Dynamite that you disregard the importance of AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation. Wouldn't we love to say that we got to see The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin before they blew up, right? Well, certainly with territories like World Class Championship Wrestling and the U.S. SWA and Mid-South and several other territories, we got those opportunities. 
even uh, at the dawn of the Attitude Era with shows like Heat and Velocity, we got to see a young AJ Styles, a young Matt and Jeff Hardy, uh, and other young talent funnel their way through. And of course, now we can go back on the WWE Network and in other places and see some of those talents, a Bobby Roode and and several others, Samoa Joe, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So with that said, I think we have to really take advantage and watch what we're getting on AEW Dark and AEW Dark Elevation because many of those talents will be names that you'll be talking about on AEW Dynamite and perhaps other shows that are coming as well. With that said, tonight, the next chapter of what is being called the Wednesday Night War, and it seems like that's on its way to an end with NXT moving to Tuesday nights. But I've got uh, something special. I'm going to be talking about the Wednesday Night War and the like in an upcoming edition of our Faction Hot Takes. So be on the lookout for that. And thank you for your support of the Faction Hot Takes as well. I really, really appreciate it. We're continuing to bring you new and innovative content, and I hope you enjoy it. Two things to look out for tonight on the Wednesday Night War on the AEW side, a match that I'm surprised is happening this quickly, but it is Cody Rhodes against Penta El Cero Miedo. I'm pumped for this. This is a dream match. I've always wanted to see these two get in the ring, and I'm excited to see what this is going to do, so it should be absolutely fantastic. On the NXT side of things, uh, things should be very, very interesting tonight as we've got the return of Jordan Devlin, the original NXT Cruiserweight champion prior to the pandemic. And we've got two men who have been walking around as NXT Cruiserweight champion for nearly a year. Who's going to really be the champion and will we even see that come to a head tonight? What's going to happen? I'm excited to see Jordan Devlin potentially confront Santos Escobar about this. Good stuff on the way as NXT leads us to NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Always intrigued by your thoughts, so hit us up on the socials at The Faction Show and let us know what you think about today's content or other things that are on your mind as we're gearing up for WrestleMania. We've got Fastlane coming. We've got NWA back for the attack coming and a whole lot more. Plus, if you haven't done so, check out the latest episode of SHW, SHW 25, as it is on independentwrestling.tv. And just trust me, you're going to want to see this show go to independentwrestling.tv if you're just signing up you can use the promo code shw and get those first five days for free love you guys very much and i'm looking forward to bringing you more great content here as we continue to delve into the wonderful world of pro wrestling until next time family it's your man gb representing for my good brothers courtney beard brandon clack and the fourth horseman john murray collectively we're known as the faction have a great day I need my people, here we go.